everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Shot Show. My name is Curtis. I'm joined by co-hosts Josh and Jordan. So we come to you on a Monday afternoon prepping for Coastal's game on Wednesday up in the mountains against Appalachian State. A 4-2 Appalachian State squad is waiting for us in Boone, North Carolina. What do you guys think of this team going in? I think they've definitely been inconsistent. They were projected to be they were in the rankings receiving votes earlier in the year. They played really tough against Miami. Everybody thought they were going to beat Louisiana Lafayette, and it was going to be two-man race for the Sun Belt coming out of the East. And then they just got absolutely murdered, and now I don't know what to think of them, honestly. Yeah, just to follow up on what Josh was saying, I mean, everybody was looking towards that Louisiana game with App State and seeing that it would probably be a little bit closer than a lot of people thought it would be, and just seeing them get completely blown out. Is really uh, surprising to me. I, I, I anticipate Coastal uh, doing pretty much similar things that Louisiana did. I mean, if they could put up that many points, I know that we can as well. So Yeah, absolutely. I have more, more trust in our offense than I did in Louisiana Lafayette's. Right. But this is Coastal's first real test. I mean, you look at the schedule. We've beaten everybody that you've put in front of us. We've beaten a lot of them handily. But this is the first real team. This is the first time that Coastal is going to be challenged with a team that is actually competitive. Again, like Josh said, we expected you know Appalachian State and Coastal to be the top two teams in the Sun Belt East. It still looks that way, but it doesn't look like Appalachian State is the same team we expected them to be coming in after last week. So you know Coastal's got to show up. They've got to be ready to play. But maybe we're looking a little bit ahead to the Sun Belt Championship and what is that team from Louisiana? Yeah, and one thing I wanted to mention is App State obviously has had this game on their calendar since last year, and you can really throw at this point. It's a big rivalry game. They don't, they're not quite ready to hand over the Sun Belt crown just yet, so they're going to give us the best shot of anybody they've given all year. So that is something to mention. Yeah, and, and you know, this is it. This is nobody's everybody been saying we haven't played anybody you know this is it right here we're going to get a little bit of respect somebody's going to get some respect coming out of this game it's either going to be coastal or it's going to be appalachian state but i know they would love more than the in the in our the way that we've been playing and give us our first loss of the season but just like you said curtis they have to come out they have to come out ready to play and they have to come out and not take anything likely against this appalachian state team yeah because appalachian state is a team that capitalizes on mistakes right they're not a team that's going to boat race you. They're not going to put up 70 points in a game like our offense can. But they're going to limit turnovers. They're going to create turnovers of their own. And they're going to make you you know, really have to fight for those extra yards. Special teams is going to be super important in this game. You know, If you can get off a good punt and pin them deep, their offense is a pro-style offense. It's not designed to you know, chug down the field for 99 yards. right? It can do that if you let them do it. But you pin them deep, you play field position, you know, you kick a couple field goals, you walk out of Boone, North Carolina with a win. And like Jordan said, you walk away with some more respect and who knows where that leads down the line. Well, one thing, one thing, another thing too, I feel like is going to be um, real key in this game. You, you bring up special teams. I think quarterback play is going to be really big. I mean, we, we know what Grayson can do with the football and we just, we know that the play of, um, of Chase Bryce, you know, he's a little unorthodox at times um but we can we can, i can honestly say quarterback play is going to be a big big thing because i know we know what grayson can do but we're just going to have to see what chase bryce can do yeah and chase bryce had a really rough game against louisiana he's had some good games but he hasn't had a single standout game yet he's more of a game manager and really less of a version than what zach thomas was for them last season so their offense really isn't that potent i don't think and 
if we're going to end up in a boat race with them, I just don't think they can outscore our offense, period. So I'm not really too worried about an offensive shootout with them. No, because if you look at it man versus man, right, who do you take? You take Grayson McCall or Chase Bryce. Right. Yeah. Grayson McCall. Grayson all day. All day. You take Javon Hiley or, Cam, or Corey Sutton, excuse me. It's Javon Hiley, right? Mm-hmm. They don't have a tight end that can beat mm-hmm. you like Isaiah Likely. Nope. The one place they do have is running back. They have Nate Noel, and they have a Cam Peoples. Now, Cam Peoples has missed the last two games. He's expected to play, but he's kind of one of those like probable game-time decision type things. But in the four games that he played this season, he has 350 yards and eight touchdowns. Like That's, that's a man, right? I still think that Shamari Jones and, and Bennett and Reese White and all these guys that are on our team are really, really good. But that might be the one place where you look at App State, okay, they might have an advantage there. Yeah, and that's a really good group of running backs. I guarantee you Cam Peoples plays because last year he had over 100 yards in our game. He ran all over us, and he ended up coming up short, even though he did everything he could. So I guarantee you if he's feeling even semi-up to it, he's definitely going to play. And, yeah, our run defense hasn't been the greatest sometime this year, so that's definitely something we're going to have to be locked in on from the get-go if we want to slow that team down. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, looking at Cam Peoples, I mean, what Curtis said about the statistics – he had one of his best games this season against Marshall, um, and that was on a nationally televised game too. So, yeah, definitely he may be the X factor um, in this game. I mean, if he can come out, I know, he, like you said, Curtis, he's been injured, but if he can come out, if he plays, you know, significantly well against the Black Swarm defense, it might be a little bit of a problem if we can adjust to it, though. I feel like our defense, our coordinator, I feel like everything with our defense, we can adjust to what they're going to be doing. So Yeah, absolutely. And I have trust in Teddy Gallagher and C.J. Brewer and those guys to, to stuff up the middle and, and keep them in check. But, you know, an athlete like that, a guy who was on the Maxwell watch list coming into this season, started off the season uber hot. You, know, you have to... You have to respect that guy. And again, probable. If he doesn't play, I think it gives Coastal a massive advantage in this game. I think if we get to game time and he comes out and doesn't, you know, he's in street clothes on the sidelines, I think Coastal wins this game. I think Coastal can can really control that. And I mean, you look at the team stats, right? Appalachian State, 31 points for uh, per game this season, 23 points against. That's, you know, you're winning most of your games, right? You're scoring more points than you're allowing. But it's not a big gap, right? There's not a whole lot of space for inconsistencies or player injuries or, you know, things to go wrong. You're only outscoring your opponents by about seven points per game. You know, that that's one touchdown from Cam Peoples. <laughs> you know, right. if you're missing that touchdown, you're losing the game. They're giving up about 380 yards per game. Coastal's putting up close to 500 and, you know, they're putting up 554, I expect that number to go up. I don't expect anybody on uh, Appalachian State's defense to really stop Coastal. They have DeMarco Jackson. He's their leading tackler. He's got four sacks on the season. He's a good athlete. He's a good player. But I don't see the impact players elsewhere on the team to really stop Coastal from putting up points in this game. Yeah, and one thing about Coastal's offense and those numbers is that's like watered down from what it could be in the second half of pretty much every single game this year except for the Buffalo game we've slowed down tremendously had seven eight minute drives as opposed to three and four and we're playing our backups and we could easily be putting up six seven hundred yards a game and we could be putting up 60 points a game if we really wanted to and kept the starters in so those numbers are even watered down and they're still second best in the nation in scoring 
Right. I mean, we're not only we're we playing the backups, we're playing the backups, backups yeah. in most of those games, right? <laughs> yeah. And and you know, there's no need to play the starters. I completely agree with that decision. But you're right. I think if you leave Grayson McCall in for an entire game against right. UMass or UL Monroe, we put up 80 points and you know, damn near a thousand yards, yeah. <laughs> right? But so you look at Coastal's defense. What are the strong points? What are you looking forward to out of Coastal's defense in order to hold Appalachian State in, in check in this game? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna be looking for um, the Jordan Strong. I'm gonna be looking to see what he does. Uh, Josh brought up uh, you know they're not really throwing it to him this year, uh, but I'm curious to see what he can do in this game. He was a major X factor last year when we played App State here at Coastal. Uh, he had a pick six to really seal the game last year. So I'm really I'm looking to see where they're gonna put him. I, I expect them to put him. Uh, where Corey Sutton is the entire game because that's really their best receiver. So the Jordan Strong is really somebody I'm going to be looking forward to. Yeah, and Gerard Clark and Gunter and Stevens, the front the front defensive linemen are really going to be need really going to need to be dialed in, in this game if they're going to stop Peoples and if they're going to stop Noel. The App State has a great run game and the run game hasn't been something we've been completely dialed in on the whole time. Last time we faced a faced a really tough offensive line was Buffalo and they had good running backs and they ran all over us so those defensive linemen are really going to have to step up if we're going to stop App State and limit them to under 20 points really. Yeah I think that's the biggest comparable so far is is Buffalo right. Mm. I think Appalachian State is a better team than Buffalo. Um, I don't think they're a better defense. I think that was the thing that we came away from Buffalo with was you know Coastal's offense was kind of contained by Buffalo. I don't think Appalachian State's defense can do that but their offense is very similar it's a very ground and pound you know we're going to give it to a running back we're going to give it to a fullback we're going to run it up the gut we're going to chase you down and we're going to wear you out and by the fourth quarter the two yard runs turn into four yard runs turn into eight yard runs turn into 12 yard runs and you can't allow that right if Appalachian State is still running the ball in the third quarter that's a problem because it means your offense hasn't put up enough points to force them to pass it and b that team's going to wear you down. They're a very, very physical, smack-you-in-the-mouth team. Yeah, and one thing Coastal's offense doesn't need to do is get frustrated and worried about going out there and putting up seven points super fast. They need to be able to have a free-flowing offense and not be worried about scoring every single play they get the ball because App State had an eight-, nine-minute drive and is just killing that clock. Well, I think that these 10 days that we, we got really is going to will be beneficial for us because we get an opportunity to see what we can do to make adjustments to, like you said, Curtis, to see what we can do about playing a little bit better against this pro-style offense that we had to go up against against Buffalo. So I think that Jamie Chadwell and the rest of the coaching staff on the defense is going to make sure that they're going to be ready to play and get ready to get off the field. So you do not want to be in that type of battle. Yeah, and another little nugget to mention is that none of these teams, Coastal or App State, is a stranger to playing on a short week or during the middle of the week. App State had to play Marshall in the middle of the week and Louisiana, and we've already had to play on Friday a couple times. Our opening game was on Thursday, and we played last last week against Arkansas State on a Thursday. So when you mention the short week, that's something both teams have had to deal with, and they're both coming off those the last game that both those teams played was not Saturday, so that's not really a factor. Yeah, yeah. Coastal has played more games on non-Saturdays than right. on Saturdays this season, so it's yeah. not really a big thing going into this game that you have to change your schedule. You have to you know, practice this way on this day when you're used to doing this. There's not a big schedule change there where you're worried about, oh, are they going to be ready to play on a Wednesday night? They know. They're used to it at this right. point. They've got it going. Absolutely. So, you know, I 
personally think that this game is, is going to be a lot closer than people think. Coastal's a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I think this game is scary for a long time, and then I think Coastal pulls away. With that being said, let's get into predictions. 42-28, Coastal victory for me. I think we come back off the mountain uh, with a dub. But like I said earlier, I think a lot of those 42 points come in like the fourth quarter when we force Appalachian State to pass and they can't compete, and then you just keep kind of scoring over and over again. I think you go into that fourth quarter maybe up by like one or two, and then you throw on a couple points at the end and, and pull away. Yeah, and that's kind of my my same kind of process of thought in my prediction. I have us winning 38-31, and maybe that 31 is App State scoring a touchdown with two or three minutes left and then having to go for an onside kick. I think we'll pull away late, but I think it's, they're going to hang with us for as long as they can and give us everything we want and more. Absolutely. This is a rivalry game, so I also think it's going to be close. I mentioned uh, my score would be 31-21. to 21. I think that we're going to start out pretty – like we always do, I think we're going to get out to a really good start. And I think that towards the end of the game, we're going to pull out pull out, pull out, out of the game late. But I think that 10-point ten ten victory over App State will be my prediction. Yeah, and the over-under in Vegas, we mentioned the spread. It's 59.5, and I think that's a pretty, pretty darn good number by the models. And I think it's going to be right around there as well. And that's kind of what we have in there. Yeah, I think you could probably go a little bit over because I don't yeah. think both – Listen, I like Coastal's defense. They've played amazing so far this season. They haven't been tested. I don't mm-hmm. think they are as good as the 15 points per game against shows. I still think they're really good. I still think they're really competitive. But I think Appalachian State's going to be able to score in this game. So I think you know you can take the over with that 59.5 with some relative certainty that it's going to happen. Yeah, and I think if we allow 30 points around that, we should still be able to score more than that. I think we'll be fine. It's if we get around 35-40 let up where we could be in trouble. But 30 points allowed, it's not great from our defense, but I think our offense can definitely keep up with that. Yeah, absolutely. So looking at more nationally, um, we're going to save our look ahead to the weekend because we can for our post-game show. And... What we want to mention now is the Coastal in the new AP polls up one spot, um, which is nice. But you look behind Coastal, and there's a bunch of group of five teams that have now snuck in. UTSA is undefeated. SMU's looking really good. There's a couple of teams where they have some decent games coming up on their schedule. They could jump past Coastal. It's why this game is so important. We said it earlier. This game matters not only because it's a rivalry game, not only because you're trying to pull away the Sun Belt from Appalachian State, but it matters for your bowl game down the line. If we want to be that top-ranked group of five team, which I think Cincinnati has on lock, but they might be good enough to make it in the playoffs and Coastal replaces them, right? Then I think you have to win this game. You have to win it convincingly. Yeah, if we want to be considered an elite-level team and right up there at least somewhat with Cincinnati... We have to win this game convincingly, and we certainly can't lose it. If we lose it, we completely really drop out of relevancy, as unfair as it is. But that's kind of the truth of this modern-day AP poll college football playoff system. And exactly like you guys were talking about, this this game matters. So we got to see what happens. Um, I know in about three weeks, I believe, the college football playoff rankings come out. So I'm hopeful that the committee will be a little bit more generous and more thoughtful to what Coastal has done this year. Uh, rather than seeing what the AP poll has given us, because the AP poll really hasn't shown us that much love this season um, since the season started. So I'm just curious to see how that's going to happen. But, yes, you guys, this game matters. We have to win this game. This game really does matter, and we want to 
make our mark on a lot of these big teams that are playing. We, we have to win this game. Yeah, and one other thing that I wanted to mention about the AP poll, we were 15 a couple weeks ago, but we were only receiving 500 votes. Over the past couple weeks, we've slowly been picking up more votes, and now we're 14, only one spot up, but receiving 736, so about 240 more votes. So more, more and more of these voters are putting us on this poll and putting us around 14, 13. I've seen some people, they release the ballots. Some people have us at 7 and 8. So as we keep, we're not moving up, but we're picking up more and more votes, so we're getting a stronger overall votes. We're separated by 300 votes from a couple spots down, so that's really been good to see. Yeah, that's nice. It's a nice little cushion. But again, if you even slip up in this game right. to the point where you win by a last-second field goal or something, mm-hmm. it's still a win. I don't expect this to go down in the poll for beating arguably the second-best team in the Sun Belt. But I think it matters for teams like SMU and San Diego State mm-hmm. and UTSA mm-hmm. that yes. are now finally catching the momentum that they deserve. Right? They're all undefeated. But it matters in terms of like, hey, if if late in the season San Diego State pulls off some big victory mm-hmm. over another, t- I don't know their schedule off the top of my head, but that could propel them above Coastal. Which, interestingly, like again, we talk about this in terms of New Year's Six and bowl game placement and that sort of thing. Uh, Brett McMurphy, ESPN reporter, put out his like bowl predictions this week, and uh, he coordinates with uh, Mark Schlebach, and they put out like a dual list. Mm-hmm. He had Coastal in the Fiesta Bowl against Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. New Year's Six Bowl. Awesome, Ooh. that's incredible. Mm-hmm. The other guy, and I hate this. I really, I want to stress how much I hate this. Mm-hmm. Schlebach had us in the Myrtle Beach Bowl against Charlotte. Now, Ooh, two problems with that. One, it's a bowl game. We're not playing a damn bowl game at our home stadium. Exactly. I'm sorry. If you're coastal, even if the Myrtle Beach Bowl is like the top bowl for like Sunday, right. refuse that bowl game. Exactly. <laughs> Pick something else. The players deserve to go on a trip. I don't care if it's, you know, the Birmingham Bowl, right? There's not a whole lot in Birmingham, Alabama. I've been there. But... <laughs> It's something different, right? I I can't stand, and a lot of those predictions have come out, and I always click on them, oh, where do they got Coastal now? Mm. Myrtle Beach Bowl. (laughs) I I agree, bro. I mean, you got to reward these players for what they've been doing. And I felt like last year, the the Cure Bowl, even though it is a great pro-seeded bowl game, I feel like we should have been in a bigger bowl game than that game. So, yeah, if they put us in the Myrtle Beach Bowl and we play here, there's no way. There's no way I, I would I wouldn't accept it either, Curtis. I'm just yeah. I'm with you. That would be we'd be like 35, 40 point favorites in a bowl game. That shouldn't be how bowl games are. Right, exactly. And especially if you're undefeated, right? Yeah. Like that was that was the comment under they both write like a little write up of like what they were thinking. I forget who McMurphy had in the game other than Coastal, but um Schlebach put in there that like, oh, you know, Coastal Carolina should finish the season undefeated, but I don't think they'll be the top-ranked group of five. This is probably the best that they can expect. Come on, man. You're going to have a 13-0 Coastal team in the Myrtle Beach Bowl where they don't even get to travel? Like, come on. At least give them something. That's back-to-back undefeated regular seasons, right? Mm -hmm. That's back-to-back Sun Belt champions. You've got to find something better for Coastal. Even if, you know, Cincinnati loses a game but still maintains their ranking as the best group of five, which... I'm not totally upset at. You got to do something better for Coastal than just 
here you go, kid. You get to keep. You get to stay in your dorm room and show up like 9 a.m. on the day of the game. Like, come on, give us something better than that. So for Josh and Jordan, I'm gonna go ahead and sign us off. Follow us on Twitter at the Shant Show, on Instagram at Shant Show. Follow us on YouTube at the Shant Show. Gonna start putting up vods of this um, podcast. We're gonna start recording them on camera here shortly, but for now they'll just be a static image with audio. I know some people listen on that way. Uh, Spotify, it'd be great if you dropped us a follow to keep uh, updated on this, but. Thank you. We'll see you soon.